Hi, I'm John Martin. I'm here today with Mike Cappuccio, owner of NETR Inc., a residential and commercial HVAC and refrigeration contractor in Massachusetts. Today we're talking about commercial AC services. Welcome, Mike. Good afternoon, John. How are you? Good, thanks. So, Mike, what are some of the typical commercial AC services that you offer? Um, typical services, John, that we offer one, you know, one is maintenance, you know, maintenance programs and service plans that we do do. And then we, you know, we have a basic emergency repair service, you know, something breaks, you have an emergency, we come out and then there's planned service where things are planned, where we come out and do planned repairs. That might be a quote that we issued from a maintenance that we saw might've been a little bit heavy dutier than just, you know, an hour's worth of work that we had to come out and quote to, do for you at that point in time. And then, you know, then there's replacement work as well that might come from a repair. So there's a variety of different things, how how we work our service. Okay. And we're going to be talking about maintenance and installation in other episodes of the podcast. So definitely check those out. For now, we're going to kind of focus on repair and replacement. You know, so what happens when my commercial AC unit needs a repair. And how do I know, first of all, that it does need a repair? And, th- and then what happens from there? Well, there's a couple indicators, John. I mean, you could you could be hearing noises down in a building and, you know, the senses that you have, hearing, smelling, things like that, that, you, that you're going to sense. But you, know, you could hear something that just doesn't sound right. Could be a belt squealing on the roof. Sometimes you hear almost like, you know, tires screeching. And then there's the times when you come into the building or maybe the thermostat's not lit up and or the building is warm at that point in time from an air conditioning standpoint. You know, you, you just come in and the building just doesn't feel you know, the thermostat's set for 72 degrees and the building is 80 degrees and, mm. you know, everything looks like it's lit up, but um, the building is just warm. You know, you don't feel any cold air coming out of the vents. You you might not feel anything coming out of the vents in the building. That's usually a good indication that, you know, hey, something's wrong. Something is not right. It was was set on 72 yesterday. It was 72 yesterday when we were in here all day, but now it's 80 degrees. There's there's something wrong. Something isn't working. Something's not functioning properly. Right. So so what happens then? I, I give you guys a call. And then, you know, are you able to come out right away and, and see what the problem is? I've got a building here and it's not, you know, not cooling off and it's the middle of the summer and my workers are all hot. You know, I, I need you guys out yeah. right away. You know, <laughs> do I, do I have to wait? The, that's what we call the 911 call. <laughs> right. Yeah. Do I need to wait two weeks before you guys come out? Or, no, you know, no, absolutely yeah. not. No. What you would do is you would call into us on our, on our line. We have live people here that do answer the phone and you'd be put to the service department through a dispatching software and you would get someone out there to come and look at the system. You know, first time customers are a little bit different than existing customers because an existing customer, we would have all your information in our system and we would have all the history of your equipment in our system. So we can see basically, hey, you know, what have we done at this site? If you are an existing customer, you know, not going back to the maintenance, but if you were a maintenance customer, we would see that maintenance was done, when it was done, who did it. And then we also have the ability to look at the existing repairs that were done on that particular piece of equipment, the age of that equipment, et cetera. But I mean, a standard new customer, we have to go out, see what's wrong, 
you know, first we have to gather information, you know, who are the people, who's the contact, you know, email addresses, et cetera. You know, who do we see at the site? Are there any special instructions to get onto the roof or is this equipment on the ground? Is it inside? Where is it? Because, you know, a lot of times there's accessibility issues when you get to a building and, you know, you, those are questions that weren't asked prior to going out there. So we try and gather as much information as we can before going out there to determine, hey, you know, what is it that we're up against before we go out here? And then, you know, obviously looking, assessing the situation. Is it a no cool? Is it making noise? Is the circuit breaker trip, et cetera? Is there water leaking? So there's a lot of types of different repairs that you might run up against for first time call like that. Right. And can you guys work on any brand of AC unit or, you know, is there a preference there? We can really work on any brand of air conditioning, John. When you look at an air conditioning system, commercial or residential, I mean, they're pretty much basically all the same. They do. They all operate in the same way. They all have the same functions. You know, one might be a little bit different than another, you know, as far as maybe how they might wire something or, you know, what type of motor they might use in their particular unit, what type of compressor they might use. But, you know, if you look at it from a standpoint of air conditioning, they all do the same thing. They remove the heat from the space and put it outside in in the summertime. And, you know, they all definitely work the same. So, you know, compressor has to come on, the fans have to come on, the condenser fans need to come on. You know, they all have a thermostat, most of them. So, you know, there's not a huge difference at that point. What happens when, you know, you come out and you look at it and you, you know, you maybe give me an estimate on what it's going to cost to repair it. You know, it seems like I'm repairing something on this unit, you know, every year or every season or something like that. Is it time to maybe replace the, the whole AC system? How do you help me to determine when it's time to not repair it and just replace the whole system? Yeah, that's a great question, John, because this this is this question we get asked a lot. You know, you've got to, the good thing is if you're a regular customer, we have history. We can see, okay, this is what's been done on this unit the past 10 years. Again, I'm going to take it back to the automobile scenario of a 20-year-old car and a 20-year-old air conditioning system that's on your roof. I mean, everything has a life expectancy. The same thing with your car. The better you take care of it, the longer it lasts. The less you take care of it, doesn't last as long. So it's a lot of it is based on age. A rooftop air conditioning unit or a commercial air conditioning system in a building, it basically has a life expectancy in New England of about 20 years. And that's if you maintain it properly. 20, 25 is extreme if you've maintained it properly. If you haven't maintained it at all, it might be 10. You know, so you, you have to look at that and say, you know, what have I done to this? And a lot of it is where is it placed to you know how, what's the environment that it's in is it on the, is it on the ocean is it is it on the ground and you know are there trees and leaves all around it that might be falling into it corroding things stuff like that but you know when we look at the repair and the replacement and the dollar value we try to look at that from a standpoint of look if it's going to cost 15,000 to replace it and it's going to cost you 7500 to repair it at that point in time, if you're saying, hey, I've got a 20-year-old unit that I'm spending $7,500 on, it's half the cost of a new system. There's one thing you've really got to look at right now is that most of the time that's probably going to be a compressor that you're putting into the unit, your system's contaminated, and it's almost like you're changing the heart in an 80-year-old man at this time. You're changing the heart of the system is what you're doing. And you have to look at 
everything else is still 20 years old. You know, vice versa with, with a patient who's 80 years old and you're going to change his heart. Well, you know, there's still a kidney, a liver, or, you know, a bladder. There's everything else, your eyes, you know, everything else that might fail on you when you get to be that old. So you've got to look at that cost and say, okay, I'm going to put $7,500 into a, into a piece of equipment that really over a period of 20 years, you've probably depreciated that is worth nothing. And my recommendation, I wouldn't put the $7,500 into a 20-year-old unit. Here's why. Because you're going to change the compressor now. That's going to be this year. You're going to spend $7,500. Well, now next year, when a evaporator fan motor fails or a condenser fan motor fails or a heat exchanger fails on the heating side, now we're going to spend another $7,500. Well, now it's been two years and I've spent $15,000 on this 20-year-old piece of equipment. Wouldn't I have been better to change it and spend the $15,000 two years ago and now for the next 10 years, I probably wouldn't have any major repairs. I would just have maintenance and I would be way ahead of the game at that point in time. I still now have a 20-year-old unit that I've spent $15,000 on. So I'm still I'm $15,000 behind at that point. I don't recommend when it gets to be half the cost of a replacement, you've got to really sit down and look at that and say, what is the age of, what is the age and the condition of this piece of equipment? Right. Is that the line? Is it kind of, you know, half the cost of a, of a new one or is there, you know, can it, can it sometimes yeah. be like, oh, if even a third of the cost of, of a new one, maybe that's time to replace it too. Do you kind of go by age? It, or? Could, it could be with the age, you know, and if you're looking at the history, you know, look, if you have the ability to look up history of a piece of equipment and see, okay, well, you know, it's, it's maybe two condenser fan motors and a refrigerant leak. Well, the compressor's 20 years. That's going to be the next thing that you're going to end up changing. I mean, th this piece of equipment has a life expectancy, you know. And when you look at residential air conditioning, you know, I like to say, you know, 15 to 20 years. I've seen some residential air conditioning systems that have been put outside a home that nothing has ever been done to them. I've seen homes where I've taken out air filters that have been in there from day one. They're 15-year-old <laughs> air filters. Right. And, you know, I mean, just think about it. the air filter can only filter so much dirt. So where does that dirt end up? It ends up inside of the evaporator coil. It ends up in the ductwork. And, you know, the, the system is just, it's just gone at that point in time and it needs to be replaced. But, you, you know, you've got to be able to really look at the age and the cost. You know, I mean, if it's a minor repair, it's three or $400 and it's 20 years old. Well, maybe take a risk on that one. But, you know, a, a lot of commercial buildings where people... They tend to look at their, if you're really educated about this and smart about it, you want to look at a capital replacement policy, you know, capital replacement plan for your building, for your businesses, you know, because these things do not last forever. You know, there is going to be a point in time where I'm going to have to replace this. You're going to have to get do something at some point. Right. And if you have multiple buildings with multiple units or th things like that, you don't want all of yeah. them to all fail all at once and have the you know huge capital expense. Maybe you want to get on a plan where you're replacing one each year you know, or something like that. So you can help customer with planning that. That out. is. That's, that's a great plan. And I, and I want you to think back to, again, um, example, when does air conditioning die? It usually isn't going to run. It's going to you're going to have a big catastrophe breakdown. Is the air conditioning going to have the catastrophe breakdown in the wintertime or in the summertime? It's more apt to be in the summertime. And then at that point, okay, now I see this so many times, John, is that compressor goes on a unit. We've been talking to a customer about a replacement system for the last two years, but now the compressor goes and it's going to cost $7,500 to fix. Well, now it's the middle of the summer. 
He has no air conditioning in the building. He needs the air conditioning to run right now. Well, a replacement unit might take some time. Yeah. It might need to have a roof curb put in. It might need to have some additional duct work done. There's a lot of things that might happen with that that, hey, I can't do right now. And it becomes this 911 emergency repair, and you're spending $7,500 on a piece of equipment that isn't worth $7,500. And I see that happen so many times because of improper planning of what you could have been doing from from multiple maintenances from years prior because rolling back into the maintenance podcast that you know if you're doing a tasking sheet and you're out there you know three or four times a year you've got a pretty good idea of the condition of this piece of equipment at that point in time that's why a maintenance program is so so key with a service business you know you you just don't want to be doing multiple service calls all the time you want to be doing the replacement work too. You want to be looking at that saying, hey, this is why I'm doing maintenance for you to tell me when does this need to be replaced? And a lot of times, you know, people will come back at us and say, well, you know, how come you never told us that needed to be replaced? And, you know, it's been on the reports for the last three years, but no one's <laughs> ever done anything about it either. So, right. you, know, right. you, you know, it's, you know, it's not something you think about all the time. You think about it when it breaks and that's when it's the big problem at that time. You know, you can prevent a lot of this with proper planning. All right, well, that's really great advice, Mike. Thanks again for speaking with me today. Welcome, John. Have a good day. And for more information, you can visit the NETR website at netrinc.com or call 781-933-NETR. That's 781-933-6387.